I just wanted to go over a few things from yesterday. Um, we we had quite a good slash uh, eventful day. Um, we've not been in Ethiopia long, and I never really got around to setting the scene in my last uh, episode. It's it's amazing. Like the um, the landscape is so dramatic and different. The um, the there's just so much like I don't know if you've ever seen Ethiopia on a relief map but it's it's just hill after hill but that's really nice cycling actually because you put in a bit of effort and slow down for a bit and then you zoom down on the descent and it's such beautiful views for that um it's exactly like your vision of Africa I would guess um just like long kind of rolling hills and trees everywhere there's so much green but also a lot of other colors um previously it's kind of been like one tone um in countries we've been to so we've had green but only green here it's like green yellow orange red like there's there's pink flowers everywhere it's it's really beautiful um the the animals are a lot healthier than sudan um because it's probably much wealthier than Sudan uh, donkeys are brown and fat and uh, the birds are literally like pick and mix sweets they're incredible um, they there's like some really striking blue coloured birds um, there's we've seen lots of hornbills which I think is the bird that Zazu is because um, I looked straight up and thought that it was Zazu um, and these amazing birds um, with like these sort of fan tails as well. I'm going to look them up, but they're just everywhere, and they're just oh, they're just beautiful to cycle past. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. One thing about setting the scene: last night we um, we were in a very picturesque camping spot um, out in I think what was a national park, which kind of makes sense now. Uh, it's really hard to tell because nothing's on Google Maps. Um, we're in quite a busy town and that's not on Google Maps at all. Um, and, yeah, the national park that we are near, I presume that's where we actually were. Um, we were we were camped there for a few hours and we were really enjoying it. Um, a bat flew really close to my face. I was a little nervous about the wildlife. I did say to Kevin, I feel like this is hyena territory. And he laughed me off in hyena style. And, uh, well, lo and behold, we had a little look later. And it is, in fact, hyena territory. But I don't think hyenas are a danger to us at all. Um, I followed by saying I think that I could totally take at least five hyenas with one of my Birkenstocks. Um, so I'm not really worried about that. Uh, anyway, we didn't get the chance because we, we were being watched from the road uh, we could see that I made a bit too much noise because I was eating dates or something and I felt it was more important than being quiet so um, someone saw us from the road and we, we were kind of watching them for a while as the sun went down and so we weren't that surprised when some more people came um, which we weren't worried about because there's a way that people do things if they're intending to do harm or bad and it, it wasn't that it was very like out in the open um 
So we weren't surprised, but there was a couple of guys came and they had big guns, but police have guns here. So that's kind of a reassurance rather than anything else. Um, so they came, but again, we've only just got here. We don't speak Amharic, which is the language, which is kind of annoying because we just picked up loads of Arabic and now we're kind of back at square one. Uh, I only know the word for coffee at the moment. And also the word for yes, I think, is awol, which I think sounds like no. And the word for no is ayi with a Y in it. So I think that's actually kind of like yes. It's really not very natural. Um, so... Yeah, we were we were not woken up. We were um, we'd barely done anything. We just put the tent up, um, and we couldn't really communicate with these guys. And they were very wary of us. They weren't sure what we were up to ourselves. Um, I think they thought we might have been poachers or something. So we they wouldn't kind of come too close to us. Sorry, there's a herd of goats just going past. Um, they wouldn't come too close to us, so I couldn't sort of try and communicate with them in any way because it was dark um, then more showed up uh, I think one more first was sort of crouched in the shadows which kind of freaked me out and I was back on like alert mode um, but it was fine they were still very uh, they were behaving kind of clueless to be honest so they're not very threatening um, so then a couple more arrived with with more guns and one of them sort of lifted his gun I was watching quite carefully and it really freaked me out so I sort of backed off and was like Kevin maybe we should go maybe we should do something um and and then they realized that they scared me and then they were much they came over they like shook our hands even though we couldn't really speak the right language um and then eventually the police chief kind of came. I don't know if he got, like, woken up or something. Um, no, it wasn't late, actually. But he he came and his English was broken, but he could communicate with us. Uh, and we we were using Google Translate as well. And I, I said, like, look, we don't want to leave this place, but we will leave if we have to. We didn't really know what the reason was. Um, but Kevin told me later that they were... They were <laughs> there was one that was sort of doing... Charades, this is a game that we often played, especially with our um, trying to name our occupation, has been really fun. Um, it is literally like a game of charades because I work in film. So um, they, one of them was miming, biting his own arm, which we ruled out mosquitoes because I just don't think that would cause that much alarm by so many. I think it was about seven in the end, these ranger guys. Um, but we did think hyenas, um, and they also have a lot of like tribal issues. We're, we're quite close to the border of Eritrea. Um, we actually saw Eritrea yesterday. Kevin tried to walk across the border, and I was, well, he didn't, but he, he was going very close. And I kind of stayed back because I'm not really into that. Um, and they, it's a closed border, so they said no, no, no. Um, but it's, it's due to quite recent war. Um, it, not for a while. I think it was 2000 that the war actually finished, but the um, the sort of like official paperwork was only signed like last year that there was a ceasefire. So it's all still quite fresh, um, and you never know when it's going to start again. So yeah, I, I wasn't into that. Um, but but due to that, I think these towns are kind of on high alert, and anyone that's randomly moving around and they don't know who you are they're very cautious of so the police insisted that we move to a town 
um, which we then had to pack up all our stuff, which does take quite a long time. Uh, which and they found absolutely fascinating watching us pack up our tent because they just don't really have that sort of equipment here, um, sleeping bags and stuff like that. So we packed that all up and then they made us cycle to the next town, which was about five kilometres away, and it was pitch black. But they did escort us, um, so it wasn't scary. It was hard though. There was a lot of hills, um, and to our dismay, when we arrived, they'd left and. I don't know, we can only learn from this because I'm a bit ratty about it. Um, but we arrived and attracted so much attention immediately because our bike lights were on. And, oh, this leads me on to my next point, which is supposed to be funny, but it's going to sound miserable now. Um, the, the kids shout China at you because they their only sort of, like, idea of a white person is a Chinese person. Um and so when they see you, they just shout, China, China. And it's quite funny. It makes me laugh a lot um, at the moment, but it's only day two, day three in Ethiopia. Um, but yeah, they, they just shout China. And me and Kevin have been quite like playful and been shouting China back or like calling each other China because uh, it's just silly. And the kids are really sweet here, actually. We... We've been pleasantly surprised. I've heard this is the best area, though, so it may go downhill. Um, but, yeah, the kids are really playful and fun and sweet, and they're not too invasive like um, some of the kids we've experienced already. Uh, they just they just think it's hilarious. Like, the, the colour of our skin is fascinating. Um, and, yeah, we are constantly being called China, which doesn't even make grammatical sense, so... It's just funny. Uh, that also, Ferengi is another one that they call us. Um, but less so, it's not like a chant. Um, but uh, there's some kids walking past me now, so they're seeing me say the word Ferengi in China. So they must be thinking, what is she doing? I think they just constantly think that. Um, so that um, experience last night wasn't fantastic. We We do attract, like, massive groups of people um and Ethiopians are very loud and very like excitable um so it just when you're tired it's just the last thing you want but it all it's all meant well and they they helped us get a hotel we had like a crowd of probably about 25 people following us uh from the road to the hotel and helping carry and things like that which I find very tedious uh, especially because I'm a woman and they always want to carry my bike for me and, um, yeah, that sort of thing. And I don't like that. If you know me, pretty obvious I wouldn't like that. So um, the China thing's been amusing. And to go one more extreme, um, yesterday morning, I don't know whether I mentioned, but the reason I got distracted... Uh, the previous day was because um, we reached a town and it was a fun town it was like a party town um, we met this guy that was Sudanese and he was really cool actually he just it, it, he felt very honest and it was the first time I spoke to someone that I didn't feel I could insult in any way and I didn't have to like watch my language um, he sat down and he said uh, oh, I'm Sudanese, but uh, we don't have beer in our country, so I come across this the border to Humera, um, 
to just come and have a party for like a week and he just yeah drinks beer I think openly said that he bought drugs he offered us this um, herb called chat which like sorry this is a really loud tuk tuk that's just pulled up um, oh, let's say I pray he switches off his engine because they have a really nice habit of leaving their engines on here oh good um, so yeah, he offered this chat to us, which is this, it's, it's just a herb, it's not a big deal. Um, and it helps you concentrate. Um, but anyway, he, he liked a laid back lifestyle for a week. Um, and I think that's kind of what that Humera is like. It's, I was calling it the Nuki of Ethiopia, it's not really, but, um, there was a lot of bars and a lot of like places to play pool and it's just a fun place. Um, this is where the Brastafarian culture comes from and it's you can see why it's just really cool. Um, so just want to go over a couple of things there. Oh, that's it. Um, we drank some beer and um, I um, really felt it because we hadn't had a beer for like three and a half weeks. Um, and so I was a bit worse for wear the next day um, to... The, um, yeah, I was at Westworld the next day. I had to spend some time um, in the bathroom. So I was doing that, um, having some bathroom time. And um, Kevin sort of called me from the hotel room um, and just offered, offered water and stuff. Um, and anyway, I came out a little bit um, flustered. And I walk into the bedroom, the main room, and... Um, and Kevin's in a just a pink fluffy towel, which we we were given by the hotel. So this is the image. He's he's putting some jam on some bread or something, and the massive window is open, and there are these two Ethiopian women standing out right there. They I think they had their hands through. There were some bars, but they had their hands through. Uh, they were standing on the balcony. They weren't from the street. Um, this was inside the hotel. They were standing. But they were just standing there and they were just like shamelessly watching us. Um, and I came out of the bathroom a little bit teary eyed. And um, I mean, one of them just started talking to me. Uh, I think I was in my pajamas and they just stood there watching us. It was so funny. We were like a zoo exhibition, um, a zoo exhibit even. And uh, yeah, I we just c continued not phased by it really. Um, I, I didn't really mind, but they watched us for a solid 10 minutes um, and they were trying to talk to us and stuff, but we, we just ignored them mostly because we could not communicate with them at all. Um, but they're just fascinated and it's happened already as well. Like a woman made me coffee and then she's, Kevin disappeared and immediately she, she pounced. She, um, she wanted to touch me so much. She just wanted she asked to take a take a picture with me but when she did she was very handsy in the picture um she was almost like blushing every time I spoke and being all giggly and stuff and yeah it's really funny um so yeah that was quite amusing um the the two girls at our window the other morning was very funny um and we just yeah we we're just getting so much attention now um I just attract people with my hair, especially because it's sort of lightened up in the sun as well. Um, but everyone is so um, 
they just love it. They just want they want to touch us and ask us questions and stuff. So it's oh, it's not fun. I was going to say it's fun, but it's really not fun. Um, but it's not bad. It's not. Um, yeah, it's it's for nice, good reasons. I think. Um, sorry, I'm just checking my list of things because it's been a while now that I haven't. I've lived these things. Um, yeah, um, I think that's the the difference between people here and where we've previously been, which I think the little disclaimer on people's bad behaviour is um, it always seems to be in the areas where there's a lot of tourism and they're very hostile to tourists, but I think it's because, I don't know, they they have a lot of tourists and in one way or another it must impact their lives and it doesn't yeah it doesn't bring out the best in in wherever you are really um we're not on the beaten track at the moment in Ethiopia but I have heard it's bad when you are just like the road down from Luxor to Aswan was really really rough um but I think that's what it is so at the moment we're in rural Ethiopia um and the people are nothing but nice and everything's done with such lovely intent like the children are constantly laughing at us um but it's so nice they're like really laughing um and I don't know I just end up laughing quite a lot as well um so I'm kind of enjoying it at the moment um also we met a police officer the other day and I felt a little bit um, menacing and I just decided to wind him up um, and tell him I didn't have a passport and this sort of charade went on for quite a long time um, and he was getting more and more frustrated and I know that's a bit naughty but it was really, really fun. So I've decided that you can't really blame these kids for their, their behaviour when it does turn how I've heard it's going to turn. Um, being naughty is incredibly fun Um, I remember that from school as well so yeah I mean I'd probably be doing the same thing if it was me Uh, I think I'm going to leave it there because my voice seems to be getting a bit croaky Um, and I plan on doing another update later because that was on the last few days Um, and yeah I'm going to try and make this more regular Uh, nice speaking to you and have a nice day guys I'm waiting for my coffee to arrive Um, it could be hours who knows alright peace out